dwarves of Unar's kin await, who cross the sea in ages past, and stand behind their stony gate, to mountains red with ash and blood, all following the battle's Stem the Malkar flood and feel the old ones trembling breath. <clears throat> After crossing the border into Malkaria, the strange ones traveled for several days before arriving in Zunger and finding it to be a burning ruin. Quickly, the perceptive party discovered the carnage to be the aftermath of a great battle, during which the chieftain and most of his family were murdered and left on display to send a message to some previously unknown group called the Red Shadow. Upon entering the village, the strange ones met an old woman who claimed to be something called a Crone of Crotus, and eventually decided to let her go about her business with the dead of the village. They then made their way to the Black River Inn and found several survivors hiding within the partially burned building. With their hopes of finding insight into the murder of Rathanax's parents dwindling, they now shift their focus to the Malkar noble and the newborn child she grasps in her arms. This is session six, Burned Bodies and Blackroot Stout. <clears throat> so, standing before you is a middle-aged Malkar female uh, with an aged but still beautiful face. In one hand, she clutches a newborn Malkar babe to her chest, and in the other, a fierce axe with what appears to be blood dripping from the blade. She latches the door closed as the last of your party steps into the partially destroyed Black River Inn. Immediately, she turns to you and says, Well, it's about time someone showed up. I'm Melvis Stout, wife and first broodmother to Chieftain Meldrin Stout. Although I suppose I'm just a widow now, I need your help getting myself and my people to safety. She gestures to some of the survivors who kind of are huddled in the corner of this tavern. I have a half-son in Adzana, so we will need food and horses to make the journey. My half-son will be happy to compensate you, but I have nothing to offer you at this present time. Wife and chief reminder of who? Uh, Meldrin Stout. Melvis. Melvis. <clears throat> you said she has a half what? Half a son. half son. Half son. Yeah, Zana. Ah, so while you're taking all this in, uh, it's at that point that you kind of hear the child with all of this noise, all this talking, begin to kind of wake up from whatever slumber it was in kind of turns in these swirling rags and you can see that this child can't be more than like a day old 
How many? How many right. is this group that needs to get back to Atana? Uh, looking at the villagers, there's appears to be about four villagers, not including Melvis and the child. So we're talking about two, three, four, five days of backtracking to Atana to take on this quest. Oh, eleven. Yes, but to be clear, she's only asking for food and horses. She's not asking you to escort them. God, so got you. Roughly okay. four villagers plus her. Yes. And the baby. Yes. But the horses aren't ours. True. Malvis is just kind of looking at all of you in anticipation. We uh, may know someone that could allow you to uh, use their horses uh, for compensation. Um, but first, can you tell us what exactly happened here? Who attacked this place? To that point that kind of Melvis looks at you, uh, kind of sizes you up just a little bit. Make a persuasion check. It's a ten. A ten? She looks at you and she says, You're not from around here. Twelve. Twelve? You're not from around here. It's complicated. My husband was a good man and a man of high renown in Malkoria. He's crossed the wrong people. And this is the result of that. These horses that you speak of, who who do I need to speak to? And, and it's at that point that you realize that uh, Saffrax is in the room with you. He wasn't going to be left alone. Well, we, did, we didn't bring like a trail of horses. We're essentially... No, I mean, this isn't in, in character. Yeah, we didn't bring a trail of horses. We're, we're, we're talking about having Zafrak sell our horses to them. Yes, the horses we rode. Right. Yeah, but that he purchased. But you'd have to convince Zafrak for that. Right. But what are we going to do when we don't have horses? Well, well if they only need four, and we have five, so the plan, if you'll recall, the plan was to take a boat from Zunger. To oh. Yeah. I'll ask. Um, <coughs> oh, didn't we had well, intended to sell the horses when we got here anyway? Yes. I'm just reminding you. So there we go. Yeah, well, you had intended on selling the horses and uh, so chartering a boat. The problem is they have nothing to give us currently, or rather to give Safrax currently. Yes. So he would be either taking a loss or having the promise of being reimbursed at a later time. I'll say, Mavis, um, is... Would this be where we chartered a boat south to Zundran, or is that elsewhere? Somewhere that hasn't fallen the same fate? Zonger once had many uh, boats. It's how we brought our Blackroot Stout further inland. But I'm afraid that all of the people who charter the boats and captain them are more than likely dead, and it, she takes a look at the villagers that are left, and she says, None of these were workers on the docks or captains. Understood. No reason to believe that any ships would be missed on behalf for an exchange of our services here today. Everything that is in Zunger belongs to the Stout family. If a boat is what you require in exchange for horses and resources, then I'll agree. Well, let me introduce you to our uh, patron. <laughs> it's at that point that Safrax kind of steps forward and extends his hand. Paul. And Malvis, yeah, sorry, Paul. <laughs> and Malvis takes his 
head and shakes it, and Sephrax says, These fine sellswords are in my employ. The horses that we currently own belong to me. Uh, that being said, Sephrax uh, is as comfortable with walking as he is being on a boat. More specifically, in the water. <laughs> so, he will loan you the horses, but Sephrax expects payment, and he expects to get the horses back in that summer, once he returns. And it's at that point that Malvis looks at him and, and says, My half-brother will be able to compensate you, whatever you want. I, I have to get Ed, to Edzana and, and speak with him, but he is a, he is a, a, a well-renowned blacksmith, and he'll be able to compensate you. <coughs> what's, what's your son's name? Would it happen to be Garvis? Garvis Stout. Garvis is my half-son, yes. Good guy, good guy. Um, we're, his thing is in... We know him. Daria that we got her... Yeah, his, his job is to this on... We need to deliver... Well, yeah, we have to deliver the package to Daria, and then we're going to come back and get an expensive package that we have to deliver to Session. Safrax that turns to the party and says, Safrax does not plan on returning to Edzana any time in the near future. However, he would expect that a lot of you will be returning to Edzana. When you do so, you are to pick up this uh, promised amount from this Garvis Stout and sell his horses. You will take those those uh, rewards, that monies, and you will give them to Sephrax the next time he sees you. Because Sephrax is certain he will run across you again. Okay, so return to Etzana. I want to make sure I have note of this so that when we run into Sephrax next time, when I, you know, yeah. he's not breaking kneecaps. <laughs> I'm not worried. When we return to Edzana, we don't know what's in that tent, dog. We meet. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely got to be a bunch of mobsters for all you know. No, definitely got an army of like clay golems. I, I was assuming a golem in there, like. But Sephrax, Saf- um, you know, he's ba- he basically says that he's he's extremely traveled. He'll he'll be around, and he's sure that your paths will cross again once you've completed this quest for him. And we're just returning to Sephrax what is his. We're not exactly giving anything extra. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Meryl, mm-hmm. how far is it walking from here to Zunjan? On horseback? No, no, no. Just no. walking on horseback. We're not okay. on the same page. Let me think about it. <laughs> so when we, so when we return it's to Edson, we can have meat with Garvis yeah. Stout. So why are we talking about horseback? Yeah, and we can take a boat. I because Saffrex said he was. I thought he meant Adzana. My bad. He was saying he would. He would. He can walk as well as he can get on a boat, but he also is okay with getting. Because the boat, boat was his plan to begin yeah. with. Yeah. So when we get back to Adzana, eventually we meet with Garvis Stout to get and sell Saffrex's horses. Then give the profit of those horses to Saffrax next time. And whatever we get from Garvis Stout in return for this whole endeavor. Gotcha. And I would say that by now you have the necessary information to acquire the quest thicker than water. Mm-hmm. Stout. No. Stout is thicker than water. Blood. Stout. So. It's roughly 200 miles. Um, on foot, or on... Boat is the same as walking pace? Uh, upstream, yes. I'd say so. This is upstream, not downstream? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's... Mountains, ocean. 200 divided by 20... Unless it's one piece. Four, where the water goes up. Right. 
8.3. 8 days. Gotta get to the Grand Line somehow. <laughs> I don't have enough rations to give you or your friends enough to get you all the way to Atzana. Is there any... Do any of you hunt? I can help, but... I don't have enough. There's four of them? Yeah. And they need 11 per person. Ooh. So they need 44 rations. We need as much as you can spare. Not necessarily enough to get us all the way there. What is the next town between here and there? The, the hamlet. The hamlet. Yeah. How, that's pretty far. Yeah, it was only eight days. And uh, she looks at all of you and she kind of interjects. She says, this will be a long journey for us. I, ideally, we'll run across some of my husband's oath blades. And they'll be able to help us get to the Empire's borders. I don't know if they'll be willing to hand themselves over to the Empire like I am, but... I can hope that they'll join us. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm happy. I can spare them one. Uh, how many people? How many of them are there? Five, including her. Yes, including her and the baby. That's the baby is like a fourth. I'll I'll provide four rations. Uh, yeah, I can spare a ration for each of them. So five, six, if we count the baby, I guess. Sure. The baby probably gonna be sucking on TV as a day old. Yeah, let's say five. Then I I can spare five rations. Um. As I'm handing them off over, I'd like to say, um, please send uh, Garbus my regards. Um, please tell him that when I get back to the zone, I have some business to conduct with him. I gave them four. <laughs> okay. They, uh, at this point, the villagers have stood up, and you're saying that most of them are, three of them are Malkar, there is one human male. All of them appear to be more so like. You know, maybe one of the Malkar males might have been some kind of, like, lower-level blacksmith. Maybe, like, a shoer of horses. The human male's probably a farmer, and the other two were Malkar women. I'll give them eight. <coughs> okay. Um. <coughs> Melvis. So that's 21 so far. I'm Rathanax of Dargoth, and I was... We came here looking for information about the death of my parents. Clearly, I I believe that there may have been some ties between my parents and your husband. I was curious if you could... If you had any information or knew someone who might, a survivor who could assist... You're, uh, it's at that point that you kind of see this twinkle of recognition in her eye, and she says, You're an ironborn. Yes. She kind of looks at you and then kind of looks down. You can see that there's like this slight little drip of sorrow that sweeps over. And she says, My husband was good friends with your parents. And I can remember seeing you as a child playing in Zunger. She kind of looks around and she looks at the uh, villagers and she says, Go outside. Take the rations to the horses. Make sure they're ready for travel. And the villagers begin to step out. And she kind of pulls you to the side just a little bit, like off towards a different part of the tavern. And uh, you kind of go up to the bar where 
you know, the innkeep would have been and everything like that. You can see a large tome that's sitting on the bar of the uh, innkeep's table. And uh, she looks at you and she says, out, out of the earshot of the rest of the party, you can see that they're trying to get a little bit of a respectful distance. And she says, Meldon kept a lot of this from us. He didn't tell us everything he was up to to protect us. But Meldrin and your parents shared an ideology that Malkaria was destined to move beyond its dark past. To abandon the old ways and adopt the ways of the other kingdoms. I don't know exactly what their organization was founded on their principles. All I know is that they were called the Red Shadow by Malkar. Your parents were honored guests of Meldrin. He invited them to this very inn to stay, more often than not when they would come. I'm sorry I can't be of more help. And I'll... I want to take the two pendants like mm-hmm. from that I've been wearing, and I, I want to take them up from my armor and say, do you, you recognize these? Yes. Those are a symbol associated with their order. Alright. So I keep I'm talking back here. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, okay. That was a lot. Hold on. So, do you know of any surviving members of the Red Shadow here or or close by? Where would the next? Where would their ties be aside from here? Make a persuasion check. Oh, good. Oh, bad. Ten. <laughs> it's not. A super high DC. Okay. So she looks at you and she says, I was left out of this loop for a reason. I don't want to get mixed up with these people. Oh, your name would come up at no point. I have my own investigations to do. All I know is, is that there was a guest here in this tavern when the raiders came. I don't know where he is, and I don't know why he didn't help. But he's not here now. Was he a member of the Red Shadow, to your knowledge? I don't know. I know that he was close to my husband. And I know that he traveled the roads less traveled. He avoided the Malkar as much as he could. Even being a Malkar himself, he didn't associate with the armies or any of the other chieftains. He came to Zunger not long after Targoth fell and was staying here with us. Zunger is spelled Z U N G E R N or U R N? G A R N. No. G A R. Z U N G A R is Zunger. Oh, I've been G E R, whatever. It doesn't matter. It matters to me. 
But anyways, at that point, uh, she said, did, did you know he he never identified himself, gave a, give a name, or like I said, Meldrum yeah, kept me out of this loop. I I didn't want any part in it. Did, uh, I'm by no means devout when it comes to the tenements of Malkath, but I also don't want to get involved in some kind of civil war. Can you remember anything about him? What he looked like? <coughs> identifying markings, scars. Tattoos, anything that would make him stand out. He was an older Malkar. <coughs> She's coughing because there's that, so yeah, that's so much smoke. <laughs> I got you. Jeff, you mind grabbing me a water? I got you. Yeah, so much smoke. I can your door again. I'm breaking it. Just furnaces. That would be really cool. Alright, so it's at that point that she looks like she's ready to leave. If you're done. He was Excuse an old Malcar? Yeah. That's all we got? Head out. It's Melvis, but yes. Melvis. I've read Melvis. Are these the only survivors? Are there anybody that might be held up in their homes? Maybe trapped? I don't know for sure. I did a preliminary sweep of the village, but the only people that I was with when the raiding party happened was this child's mother. And we managed to hide. When I came out, these are all the people that I could find. It looks like everyone else either died or fled. I will keep an eye out if I find anyone. Do you plan on leaving right away? As soon as I can. We'll at least see that they make it out of the city. Uh. Is there going to be anything done with the bodies that are hanging on the gate? Okay. Malkar culture doesn't really indicate anything about corpses. They're hollow shells. If you would like to burn the bodies, that's fine. I will be leaving. I know that Melvin would want me to get out sooner than later. Shall you require escort from the city? If you wish, and she steps towards the door and begins to open the door. I'll open the door for her. Okay. Maybe kind of coos just a little bit as they step out into the sunlight. I'm not ready yet. I, I, I don't know if I have enough information. Can we have a party discussion real quick? Because I, I don't know. There was an older Malkar. An older Malkar who may or may not be a member of the Red Shadow was here before the raid happened. And he hasn't been seen since, so we don't know where he went. We don't know anything about him, and we his only identifying marking is his old. I don't think you're going to get any more from her. Oh, I, I agree, but I don't know what the next step is. So, in, we, the, in that particular... So, we came from the, basically the only inhabitable place. We came from Adzana to the Hamlet to Zunger, and we right. didn't pass him by much description. I think the best bet is maybe this individual ferried a boat 
to our next destination because the only thing on the opposite end this is Jeff not in character the opposite end of the of the lake is basically the desert yeah so unless he's going to weather the desert I think his safest bet would have been to travel up river okay so that was a lot of information okay. right so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little bit of a break here okay. there was a couple of pieces of information that I I conveyed and I know it was a lot so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over them briefly okay as you stepped towards the uh, tavern table uh-huh. the, where the innkeep was, there was a large tome there. There was a tome. Melvis mentioned that the Malkar that was close to her husband and supposedly might have been associated with the Red Shadow stayed in this very inn. Okay. Um, and that he hasn't been seen since the attack. So he wasn't seen leaving. He wasn't seen... So he could still be here. Possibly. And that could be a room ledger. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know that was a lot. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. So... I want to go to the tome. I want to start flipping through. I don't hold y'all's hands very often, but that was a lot of information. I do I do appreciate that very much, because I was lost. Um, so, yeah, I want to go to the tome and see if there's, like, what is it? Is it a, is okay. it right? Real quick, as, as you're doing that, she is stepping out. So is anyone going with her? I'll follow. Okay. She is go- walking to where these villagers have just found these horses that all of you have secured near the entrance of the village. You're going to stay with Rathmax. You open up the book, and there it is a ledger Perfect. of people that are that were in the tavern. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. What all does this ledger include? Is it just name? It's name, it's name, room number, and their tab. Okay. And it has dates indicating... And we know the date that he came in was sometime not too long before... Yes. We don't know the, an exact date, but it's maybe a week. Yeah. So let's look at everybody within the last week that I want to skim through and try and find everybody. Okay. So possibly look for ones who don't have a tab. If they were part of an order, then they would not have a tab necessarily. Either either no tab at all or uh, an unpaid balance because you know, yes. no balance. <clears throat> so you're flipping through it, and there's one name that reoccurs from the time that you go back to the time when you move forward to present day, there's one name that reoccurs every single day, so he stayed in that room all the way back like and, until you, you check. Now, he stayed in that room before that, mm-hmm. practically for the past six years. Wow. He's okay. been in this tavern, and just like uh, that that day checks out day. That checks out with what Melvis uh, said, because she said that the old man showed up not long after Dargoth fell. Okay. And was staying with them. Here in the city, so he's okay. he's been in this tavern essentially for six years, um, but the name is not a name. All it says is a friend of the chieftain, but it does have a room number. Okay, um, and no bill. Perfect. Well, let's go. Uh, what's the room number? Uh, it is on the ground floor, and it is one of the furthest rooms back on the hallway. Like, so what, at the end of the hallway and to the left is the whatever the room number. Okay. Like 130. Yeah. Probably like 13. So 113. So the first number of the room number is the floor. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Okay, so it appears as though the person under the under the name, a friend of the chieftain has been staying 
in this tavern for about uh, six years. Mm-hmm. Every day. Well, well, I mean, I'm not flipping through six years worth. He's of just shopping. checked in every day. Okay. He's not checked in, but he's he hasn't checked out. Okay. And then Melvis told us that he was staying with them immediately before everything went down. No, after. After. When Dargrith fell, he showed up. Not Shit. Long okay. After. Okay. All right. When Dargrith fell. Yeah. When Dargrith so, fell to the Empire, he showed up not long after. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. So we're gonna. Yeah. His room number. We're gonna go there. Okay. I'm gonna go there. So you are Would going you? with Melvis. Is it? Where is everyone else going? What? It, what is the? I'm meandering around the outside, just noticing the carnage. Okay. Last we left off, I was pickpocketing dead people. Okay, so you're <laughs> still pickpocketing dead people. Meryl? Uh, stay with the Wrath and Hex. Okay. I'd like to check for the boat. Okay, so you go ahead and you start trying to find a boat. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and give me an investigation check. Where are you? With him? Okay, so the three of you are together, and the rest of you are all kind of... You're with the villagers. May not be best not to go alone. I'll, I'll go with <clears throat> Okay. Gotcha. Well, we are 21. 21. Very good. Okay. <laughs> we are all about to the party. Um, Linvala, as you, um, as you are walking these villagers to the horses, you are getting sideways glances from the crones who are going from body to body. They're not necessarily doing anything threatening, but they are very cautious. They're watching you as you walk by. I'll keep an eye on them. So long as they're not making a move towards me or the villagers, then I I don't give them the benefit of the doubt. But I do want to keep an eye out for any signs of life, anybody that may be hiding or um, just anything other than the dead bodies. Okay, so you're just you're keeping an eye on them and essentially protecting them from the villagers. Or protecting the villagers. The villagers yeah. from no. this. Rah, we're villagers. <laughs> no. Um, okay. Gotcha. So, once you get to the room, um, I would imagine... What do, you, what, do, what do you do once you get to the door? I'm going to first check it for traps. I'm assuming that the door is closed. Make a perception check. Guidance. It is closed. Oh, thank You're you. You're not there. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Right. No guidance. I Thanks, anyway. the first time, and I changed my mind. Shut down. Thaumaturgy. <laughs> <laughs> A nine on perception. Okay. Yeah, it certainly doesn't look trapped. Fucking <laughs> on the edge. Can I check as well? But it is locked. It is locked. Okay. Do you have anything to... We don't have our thief here. Does it... You said not trapped. Does it appear to be locked? <laughs> it is locked. It's a, It's okay. certainly locked. you got three people who function as rogues, and you did not bring a one of them with you. I know. This was terrible planning on my part. I didn't even it's mention it. It's like you're going down to the sewers or something. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I eat at Yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> everyone else in the house. Right next, not think this through. What do you do? Um, well, fuck. I Besides mean, the other people, who I assume probably does I don't, I don't have the, I don't have the tools to try and pick a lock. Let's knock on the door. Okay, yeah, let's knock on the door. Can I check it for traps before he knocks? As he knocks. Yeah, you can't check it for traps. He's already checked it. So, knock on the door. You don't hear anything. Perfect. Um, would you like to? Do we 
do we kick the door, or would you like to get one of the thieves? I think we kick the door. If we're going to break in, I think we step back and hit it with the old one, too. I appreciate it. So if it is trapped, we don't get hit with the trap. Or we can get one of the, one of the sneaky folk. I don't think folk. it would be nice to set fire to a door that's been... It's seen enough fire, I would say. This isn't fire. It's full situations. It's just... We don't want to hurt anyone on the other side. If they if they were in there, they should have came to the door. <clears throat> um. Well, that's that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on. Can I go knock on the door? Can I say uh, at the door? <laughs> Can I say at the door? Uh, hello. Uh, we had to deliver some money for a friend of the Stout family. So, interesting. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> I boot the door. Okay. Oh, he boots. I step back. Give me a strength. Backwards. Give me a strength check. <laughs> God damn it with these fucking rolls today. A six. Okay, a piece of shit. It's a plus four. I rolled a two. The door, you smack, and you feel a little twang in your knee as you set it back down. Twang um, in your knee. Yeah, but the door, Ouch, it budged. It, it budged, but it's still closed. Can I? I'm going to fucking do it again. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. That's a 22. Okay, so you beat, you hit it with your other Now one. that I'm mad. <laughs> The door, the door does that thing where it goes smack, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and the room is open. All right, so we're in. Okay, well, uh, threshold assessment, and then fucking you know, button hook our way in. Okay. You got the pack. Oh well, yeah, the, the threshold assessment. Unless you are you, you button hook or you cross. I'm behind you. I'm, I'm over your shoulder with my hand like this. You were like, tanking for him in this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which holding Eldritch Blast. So you enter the room. Yes. Okay. So as you enter the room, the first thing that um, comes to your attention as you're scanning the room, checking it with your, you know, your great axe in your hand, uh, is that there's something drawn on the floor, but you don't pay attention to that. Like I said, initially you're just checking the room itself. Right. Um. But, uh, there is, the room looks, um, chaotic, disheveled a little bit. Um, it looks like a lot of the drawers that were in the shift robe and wardrobe and nightstand have been opened and then dumped on the bed and tossed to the side. Um, there are also a lot of candles in this room that have burned all the way down to the base. So, like, they've been burning, or they had been burning for a long time before they were eventually extinguished themselves. Um, and as you realize that the room is empty, your attention turns back to the, uh, back to the drawing. Yeah, the drawing that's on the floor. You can see that it's something circular and arcane. Uh, I, I know little of these arts. Would you like to... This is more your expertise. I'll take a peek at it. I'll I'll break Ozark out. He'll become uninvisible and out from crow form, Mm -hmm. where he can talk again. Mm -hmm. Crows can kind of talk again. Ma! Crow! Murder! Crow Never more! If you're a Game of Thrones fan. Crow! King! So yeah, I'll look at it and see if I can... Do it, and I'll try to get Ozark to help. See if I can determine what it is with Ozark's assistance. Okay. Um, 
<laughs> he wants to Ozark, Ozark doesn't necessarily know what this is. So I mean, neither. That's one well, he's doing. A, he's doing an arcana check. Yeah, but he he's not going to be able to give you advantage because he's not. Celestial. He might know. Celestial and Arcane are two very different schools. It's got a, it's, it's that's, a, that's setting the precedent for him to have advantage on literally. If it were something yeah, to do with Jesus, I could. Do you, that. you have Jesus. To, he's got intelligence and wisdom. Score are you proficient in Arcane? Uh, no, but I got a plus two. You got a plus two. Okay. What What does he have to Arcane? Uh, would just be his intelligence, so a plus um, zero. <laughs> oh yeah. So he's a celestial. So go ahead and make an Arcana check. All right. Do you have anything to Arcana? I'm sure. I have a minus one. Oh. <laughs> that is that's tough. Ben, don't get mixed. That's a thirteen. Thirteen. Yep. Okay. Well, that's not terrible. Um, I don't know why I came out here. I know nothing about boats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with a thirteen, you can see that this is some kind of arcane symbol that would have been drawn by someone who studied the arcane arts and not the divine arts. Okay. Um, you're more into you're into a blend of both, but you definitely can distinguish that this is not uh, divine. Mm-hmm. It is arcane in nature. Um, and I'd say with a 13 that you can tell that this circle would have been used to move a person. Mm-hmm. Teleport, if you will. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'll uh, say... Um, it's not hard to figure out. But, know, but, I'll tell but there is some information that you're missing. I'll you, say, I'm going to say this. You you know in your mind that there is more to be learned about the circle, but you don't know it. He's just mad that he's not there to be in But I'm going to ask you, Ozark to go... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, ask, ask, uh, Meryl, go, get, go get one of our who is magic, the magic people guy please, to come look at this. And, okay. uh, relay, and I'll tell him to relay the information that, a tele, that was used, the teleportation okay. magic was used. So we'll go to the two of you. With a 21... You do manage to find a boat fairly quickly, and a boat that is in decent working order. Um, Question: Did Saffrax go with him to the horses, or would he be coming with us to look for? Saffrax probably would have gone to the horses to get all of his equipment off of his horse. Um, is it a sailing ship or like a riverboat that has uh, sticks? It has oars, but it also has a small set of sails. I mean, river sticks, like yeah, it has oars that double as river sticks. Mm-hmm. Because um, they're long, and it has a small sail on it, just in case they wanted to do any coast, coast, you know, skipping. But it's a ship that would wear, bear all of your weights, and it's a fairly new, nice ship. But it's small. Does it have a lower deck? No, it is not nearly that. Big. We're talking about like a skiff. Can I see? Can I see the map, please? Like take it off the wall? No, yeah, just just go. No, we're not. We're going. It's a skiff. We're going from Zunger to Zundren. That's the ocean. Zundren's the mountain. Oh, so we're going to be going upstream. Yeah, we are going upstream. Are there railings high enough that we could possibly hide behind? I'm looking for something no. that's just safe. This is a skiff. This is a river skiff. Like, um, if we're going to be walk- going at a... There are bigger ships there, but you know that you're going upstream, and bigger ships are not going to be as useful as you get as, as the canal gets nearer. So speaking to you... Um, I say, um, well, if we're going to be going at a walking pace upstream anyway, it might be best to send some scouts ahead of us to make sure it's safe. But That's fair enough. It's at this point that Ozark uh, shows up, and he goes, Hey, uh, Meryl, uh, they want you uh, back at the end. I'll never get used to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sure I know. It's going to take some time to adjust. It's uh, it's a little bit of an adjustment for me. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I was used to just uh, not really... 
uh, communicating with people and just kind of being a dragon on the wall, if you will. But, uh, you know. You're natural. I know. I, I like to think I'm a pretty affluent speaker. But anyways. Uh, yeah, they need you back at the end. All right, let's head on back as quick as we can. Yeah, I'm going to go as well. I, I don't want to explore the ship on my own because I don't trust it not to have some. Well, you see, that's it. Yeah, that's right. the ship. Right. That's it. There's no more. It's pretty much yeah. some fucking... It's, it's pretty much a, a giant raft. It's a it's a really big canoe. So probably no one could hide in it. Yeah, no, okay. certainly. Great, perfect. We'll not unless they're the, really small. Unless the whole boat is a minute. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so anyways, you make your way back to the uh, tavern and you come into this room that you know nothing about. Um, you oh. just know that they're in this room now. Oh, so I, I want to catch you up to speed. Okay. I don't want them to fucking go into this plot. This, this is what we got. This is what we're doing. Okay, so you're up to speed. I might be able to look at the teleportation circle and uh, decipher where it was linked to. Maybe. I like that very much. I'd like to look for valuables while you're doing that. Okay. Make an investigation check. Can I assist? Because I was also going to look for that. Sure. And you make an arcana check. I'm going to use guidance on myself. How sure. many other rooms are investigations plus five? There's a lot of rooms. Natural one. Investigation. Minus one. Natural one. Natural one. Jamie, take the So, you're in... I might try again later, but... Well, you can't. It's there. <laughs> yeah, can't take it with you. I know, but, like... Just... <laughs> maybe be a higher DC fuck? later. <laughs> like, much later, maybe. Huh? Like, try again later with a higher DC. Maybe. What do you? What do you, it's it's on the ground. You can't take it with you. I know, but I'm just like staring at it. No, can I leave and come back and like <laughs> step <laughs> out, <laughs> psych, psych myself out a little bit, go back in there? Okay, so look, it's not just lines, you dumb bitch. <laughs> with your, I want to change positions and look at it from a different angle. With your inherent knowledge of the arcane, this is just something that you would know. You don't all of a sudden forget I mean, everything that you know. Let me do my thing? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Um, so, with your inherent knowledge of the arcane, you would know that looking at this circle, you can determine, if you're familiar with the wizard's work, the wizard that created it, and not necessarily its destination, but if you ever saw a mated pair with it, okay. then you would be able to know that leads to here. Mm-hmm. But you would know that you would know that it's capable to determine where it's going. Like, basically, like, GPS coordinates. But y- it's way beyond you in this particular instance. And as you've ran your hand across the ground several times, just, like, looking at the different, you know, uh, areas of the symbols and things like that, you also wonder to yourself um, why the why it didn't disappear when the spell was completed. Because unless it was a... Is there like a displaced rug? That's a good question. There is a displaced rug. Looks like it's been like sort of thrown to the side. Yes. Yeah. This was... If... if, uh, There are permanent teleportation Mm -hmm. circles that people can make, but they don't usually do them in chalk, and they don't usually do them in a tavern. Mm -hmm. It would be somewhere like a secret location that they could get to. A hideout. Yeah. Um, so that would lead you to believe that this was either drawn incorrectly to where he didn't quite get the part that would make it disappear afterwards, you know, covering his trail, or it was deliberate. You don't know. So with a natural one and my guidance, it would total out to be a 12. That's Holy shit. That's normally good at this. <laughs> natural one. Yeah. Um, you got a lot of information, but you have no clue who designed it. No clue where it goes. All you know is that there 
that it's capable of determining that. Okay. So a more a more trained eye would be able to have, okay. would be able to garnish this information. Could I copy that <clears throat> teleportation circle into my book for future reference, and maybe later on use like another Arcana check on that design? Pulling an Auric. He's pulling an Auric with an that one. Give me an intelligence check to copy down the circle. And then that will determine how effective... Is Guidance still left? <laughs> if it's not, you can always gas it again. Yes, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. Uh, straight intelligence? Yes. Or arcana? Um, oh, this would be your ability to draw. It would be dexterity. I think performance. <laughs> performance. <laughs> uh, it would be intelligence. Okay, straight intelligence. Yep. So that is four, five, six, seven... 17. <clears throat> 17. Uh, you do manage to copy it down, you believe, to pretty accurate details. Okay. I might take a look at this later. What is um, this room number? 13. I investigate room number 7. Sure. <laughs> sure. You walk in and the part of the floor has been burned away as the second level of this tavern was... So, in the fire, and a lot of it has fallen in in this room. So, looking at the teleportation circle, I really don't want to spend too much time on it, but kind of are. It's <laughs> welcome. It's either incomplete or deliberate and failed, or it's a permanent circle that was hidden here. It's no, you got three. Th- you got three options okay. because you rolled a natural one, and this is all knowledge that you would have had before you even walked in this room. That's the only reason that I give it to you. Mm-hmm. It could be a permanent circle. Highly unlikely, because why would a wizard or anyone who's capable of drawing a circle leave a permanent circle to wherever he was going? Uh, uh, number two, it was incomplete, which means he didn't finish the, the part of the circle that would have erased it, thus covering his tracks. Or three, it was deliberate. He wanted someone to find it. Can we Can we even tell if this is a... Can you tell if a tra- if a teleportation circle is the sending to circle or the coming from circle? Can you tell which? He might he normally t- be able to, but not, not with, with a natural one. Gotcha. Okay. Rolling okay. eleven on my investigation. I did pop pass down, is fifteen. So might have so yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Investigation. Mm-hmm. And you're just checking this room. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> In addition to that. I want you also, Meryl, to take note of the number of candles, the position they are in the room. I want you to write all of that down. Oh, the candles were on, like, the nightstand. So it's not, like, ceremonially? It's okay. not part of Disregard. the... Not part of the ritual. Gotcha. I mean, not unless it's the ritual of candles way too far away from the ritual. Alright. Um... So there's nothing in room number seven. Do we have a... No, it looks like it was empty when it when the tavern burned. A friend of the family. A friend of the chieftain. Chieftain. <coughs> this may be dumb. Oh, uh, wait. Was, it, was your check a 20 plus? No. Okay. Then you do not find anything. Okay. Uh... <laughs> was it, uh God damn. <laughs> A little bit harsh, but I accept it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'll ask you, Mineral, are you done? That's something I'd like to try with this. Uh, yeah, I'm having trouble with it. I'd like to cast Counterspell on the circle. If there's anything arcane with it right now, I should know if it dispels it. 
I could tell you if there's something arcane about it actively. Somebody who has identify. <coughs> Hello. Okay. Um, yes, as I'm about to cast it, I'll say this, and I'm about to cast it, and you say, well, well, wait a second, so I'll wait before I cast That's it. That's actually a good point. If I cast the spell identify on it, which I do have ready, could it tell me what it is linked to? You place your hands on a magic item, I believe is what it says. Let's see. You choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting of the spell. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires attunement to use, how many charges it has, if any. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. If the item was created by a spell, you learn which spell created it. Okay. So do you cast Identify? Yes. It was a teleportation ring at some point. Um, it is no longer active. First spell. But it, I gather that it was at one point active. It was at one point active. Okay. Like so it, it is a developed, functional teleportation ring. So this is more than likely a ring that res, uh, functions currently as a, a return. Return or sending, really. Do you have any choice? No, 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 no. I'm sorry if I gave you the impression that it was... Just that it wasn't... It's either or. You don't know for sure if it okay. was... Okay, yes. That's how teleportation works here? It's, on, it's only... One way? One way? No. If it's a permanent ring, it can be either or. Gotcha. Right. But if it was not intended to be a permanent ring, then the mated pair is probably already gone. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so... Or if it was just a one-way thing... You would know... Because you cast a spell, you would know that it is no longer active. Which means there's either not a mated pair or there's something wrong with this um, incantation. This one. But you would you also knew that it was active at one point, so So we know for sure that this has been used. Whoever was staying whoever is the friend of the chieftain was staying in this room and this was their way out. This was their, their exit strategy. Mm-hmm. When when shit hit the fan here so that means, the line of the chalk was left. So that's going to mean that okay. it. That's going to mean that he's going either to. Okay, where where I'm a member of a secret organization who is progressive and forward thinking and wants to overthrow <laughs> the chieftains of Malkaria. Where am I going? Old Malkaria. Here, here's the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am going to Old some. Margaret. I'm going to somewhere where I'm going to have support. Here's another because he's because al- he's also he didn't stick around. Why? Because he doesn't want to die by the sword, and he knew he would fucking do it if he stayed. And he had the teleportation. And he had the teleportation capabilities. Mm-hmm. So he hastily drew a teleportation circle and bamped bamped his way out of here. Here's more. Here's, here's another important like question. Like Holmes is, pulled out of information that wasn't there. We don't like, know if this is a No, he's a Malkor. We know he's Malkor. We know for a fact this is a Malkor. We know for a fact this is Malkor. This is an older Malkor. That's what we know for sure. Is that not correct? Yes. We know for sure that this is an older Malkor orc who was a friend of the chieftain. That's what Malvis said. Okay, perfect. If you're having this conversation, I'll say, well, if I was a magic caster who wanted to get out quickly and go somewhere that's friendly to me, I'd probably go to Darien. It's friendly to Wizards. other other, and this being arcane magic, not divine, it would be not. He didn't go to a church because it's no. not it's not divine magic. <laughs> and there's right? one place. You don't know him. <laughs> My goodness, arcane magic. Go to a church too. <laughs> there's one place we know of that is a safe haven for wizards, <laughs> and that's Darien. Mm-hmm. So, okay. 
I'm, I'm thinking we either have one of two possibilities. We either have Daria, which is entirely possible because it would be a safe haven for a magic user, or we have maybe, possibly, shit, old Dargrith. How far does because the work? it would? Uh, it just can't be. It can't be outside of the plane. It's so anywhere on this planet. So he could have gone back to fucking. Uh, I don't want to mention like. Yeah, he could be anywhere. literally anywhere. So correct. That, but I'm trying to determine what a next step is going to be for us. A next, like we're already headed we're down. South. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, is is it? Would it be worth it to well, meet? Let's fucking ask when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> head that way, anyways. We're, we're in a position. I'm not headed to Dara. Okay, okay. I, I have clearly been misunderstood. I'm not trying to divert where we're going to. I know where we're going to. I'm just trying to think. Is is this particular quest line going to have a different stage, or is going to Daria going to continue this quest line? That's what I'm trying to determine. I'd like to pop my I mean, head that's out of fair, but the best way to find out is to fucking go to Daria. Right, so, so what are we doing get here? on the goddamn <laughs> You make your decision. <laughs> is Saffrax out there? Saffrax is at the horses. Um, but just, just keep in mind as well, Meryl did mention to you that it's capable of determining where this circle went to, mm-hmm. but he can't. And I copied so, it down. And he copied it down. So do we... Ha- okay, all right. So we have... There are going to be magic users in Daria. They can fucking... <laughs> Maybe even send us... Raffinax has put it together in his little hamster wheel. So Raffinax is ready to go. Let's Rathanax. get on the goddamn boat. Let's get on the boat. There's, there's smoke coming from Raffinax's ears right now. Raffinax has figured out that if... Meryl doesn't know. There's someone. There must be someone that knows. Someone if might be there's someone. There's gotta be a lot. I a- need to find someone smarter than Meryl when it comes to arcane magic. Maybe a furry feline companion. Nope. He's tri- Why would Saffrax know anything about He's got a oh, fucking Lord. tent that's Jesus got a whole Christ. pocket dimension in it. I want to start that from a friend's the boat. Okay. I'd like I'll to cast minor illusion of a hamster running <laughs> <laughs> at the Nexus head. Definitely happens. <laughs> and it follows him to the boat. Gotcha. So all of you hear this. Uh, so anyway. What is that? You, you step outside of the tavern and you can see on your... Bed. You can never see it. On your right towards the gate, you can see uh, Saffrax is... Um, hefting his gear over his shoulder, um, being the most packed of, of all of you. He has the most stuff. He's hefted it over his shoulder, a couple of bags draped down off of his uh, other shoulder, and he's kind of waving the villagers goodbye as they're mounting up onto these horses. And you can see that Melvis, as she strides up onto this horse, still clutching this newborn, um, she just kind of looks at all of you and she just kind of Nods, still holding this axe in her hand. Pink rough right all back. So Pink she has axe, baby, cool. porcelains. No, she had. Well, she's about to put the axe. Oh, I was about to say, what the fuck? Yeah, mm-hmm. she got a mouth. Yeah, she's she's badass. Okay, kind of hot, kind of hot. Yeah. Um. So they kind of turn the horses and begin to ride out of town. Um, it's at that point that you can see to your center that the crones have all kind of gathered. Uh, around some of their guards, these guys in the heavy plate armor, uh, and are kind of speaking amongst themselves. And to your left, you can see uh, in the part of the town that goes to the river, 
you can see as there's a couple members of your party kind of sussing out a boat. Um, yeah, because some of you left just a minute ago to go to the boat. So, some of you are kind of sussing out a boat. Um, Saffrax, however, as you are walking towards the boat, peels off. Go ahead. I was going to ask to go to the distillery see if they have a bottle of uh, bar- barrel. You and Saffrax go in the same direction. <laughs> <laughs> Saffrax peels off without saying anything, and uh, Alistair does the same. Um, the two of you enter through the uh, partially burned distillery. I think we'll all go with it. Yeah, yeah we're, we're all going. Okay, with gotcha. So all of you. Am I done? Yes. Um, oh wait, they're going for beer. They're going for beer. Hold, hold on. That looks like a that looks like a beer run. I recognize that run anywhere. You find three gold pieces. I'm sorry, two gold pieces. Only lasts for a minute, so it's probably gone. <coughs> uh, three silver pieces and fourteen copper pieces. Also, for the record, I do appreciate the investigation. It's the talking in circles I have. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, it just took me a minute to get that. So all of you realize that they're going to the distillery, and you all go in. Once you walk through the doors of the distillery, you can see that it has been very um, pilfered. Like a lot of the... the, the bastards. The um, racks are empty of any... Um, Barrels. However, it looks like they got as much as they could carry. There is and some left. here. There is some left. Good. Some I'd smaller like to investigate casts. Investigate the floor for a trapdoor. For a trapdoor in the distillery. Mm-hmm. Okay, make an investigation check or perception check. I'd like to see if the brewing tanks are still full in the back. Uh, there are several large, like not capable of being carried vats, and uh, you dum dum dum, and they're slap full. I would like to take my axe and put a hole in one of those. Okay. They probably have a tap. They probably have a spigot. Definitely have a spigot, but he's already said it. So, so right next to the spigot, there's this. <laughs> I'll watch it fall and say, Do you have a bottle? <laughs> he's a walking. Just immediately begins to drink as this thick, black, viscous stout. Like, I mean, almost like a melted milkshake. Begins to pour out of this cask. I'd like to hunt for steroids. empty bottles. Um, there's like the empty pack. bottles laying around. Sure. I'd like to go up and quickly fill as many of those as I could out of the <laughs> other. <laughs> if there's another one, <laughs> sure. Or it's gotta have some ground. It's at that point that you see that Saffrax yeah, has taken empty packing bottles. Saffrax has taken some small um, yes. barrels, casks, and he has just um, opened up his very <laughs> loose bag, and he's. <laughs> <laughs> does the pa- does the bag appear to be getting bigger? No, it does not. I would like to search for dried meats. <laughs> okay. So I rolled a fourteen. Make a perception a check. Door. Uh, there's no trap door. How many bottles of stuff? We need rations. I'd say the like the quantity of bottles versus the quantity of alcohol yeah, is the issue. Is the issue. Yeah, yeah. So you, I'll say you can have three bottles. Oh, the rest of the bottles are broken, but they're big bottles. They're like wine bottles. Okay, like growlers. I want kind of yeah. Three. That's how he could only find three that were not broken. You shouldn't have stuck your axe in the damn 16. barrel. Sixteen. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should have fucking stopped me. Well, I was looking for a trap. I, I'm looking for a secret stash. All right, so uh, despite all odds, um, <laughs> Renalia manages to find the break room of this distillery and is looking through some of the lockers, and she just kind of... And then just opens up one of the doors to one of these wooden, like, lockers. And inside is a lunchbox. <laughs> and in the lunchbox is a large, like, haunch of dried meat. Yes! I hate the haunch. <laughs> okay. Go out front. Is there a cash register? <laughs> should no, I be making? It's all gone. Should I be making Constitution saving throws? No, you should not. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm assuming that you're. Like I'm that. assuming that you're not going to drink yourself sick. No, I'm your not. your intention is just to get a yeah. good like yeah. two or three tankards worth. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to say something here. Uh, <laughs> all right. Maybe it was a throwback. So Sapphire has acquired several small tankards. You have acquired three. Lord wine bottle size tankers of black root stout. Got them in there. Does anybody else want to do anything else in the distillery? You have your bunch of meat. Yeah, we'll say it's a ration for okay. I'm just going to make my way to the boat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm Can I run two cups? Sure. I want two cups of black root stout, and I'll bring one up to Safrax. Yay! Is there a general store in this town? Not anymore. It's burned. Okay, don't worry. That's like it's all burned. These are pretty much the the two biggest. You idiots get out of this fucking raided town for some tacos and the burn. The two biggest buildings in this town are surprisingly the two biggest, the two structures that are still standing. Um, most of the houses and general stores. So and there's like not that. much. To see. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot. And these, even these buildings are partially burned. Like all of you are seeing sunlight streaming in from the roof. <clears throat> how, how does the black? Go? How does it start going towards the boat? How does it taste? It tastes like a vanilla milkshake that is melted with some chocolate. Can I, find any, can I find any wheelbarrows or? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sapphire looks like you got quite a few. It, it's a stout. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a coffee kind kind of mixed uh, brown morning potion tastes, chocolate notes, vanilla Guinness. notes. Guinness, Guinness, Guinness. Yeah. better thick Guinness. Guinness, Guinness with with Bailey's in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's super thick. Fresh Guinness on tap. Yeah. yeah, I mean like like with, a, like with a three C's. No, you gave me the plus right one to my. Uh, okay, so right here. we're on the boat. The rest of the fusion right here. You're on a boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you on a boat? Yes. As we're walking out, I have a come turn to make my eyes go gold and I'll wink at the front. Okay. Okay. Um, kind of mutter something under her breath. Uh, but as you all get onto the boat, you uh, cast off, I would imagine. And which one of you are manning the uh, river sticks? Right here. How many are there? We'll say four. I'll take one. Okay. Is there? A, is that the only way to steer this bitch? Yes. I will stay at the front and, and, and look out for like oncoming dangers. <laughs> I got super protection. Little tiny twigs. Yeah. Can I? Can I be like right, left, playing. right, left? A supervisor? What are you talking about? No. Can we, you can need we see how big is this motherfucker? It, I mean, it's it's big can enough for all of you to stand. Yes, it's a fucking I'll raft. Sit, I'll sit down. I wouldn't. Okay, it's you're standing up, and think like you know, 
What's the the villa the I'm city? Oh, Venice. Venice. Yeah. Think Venice. This is essentially what it says. Sit in the rear of the ship and pull out my drum. Mm-hmm. And I'm when gonna I'm like play the drum in a rhythmic like fashion and sing a sea shanty. Okay. Sweet. Make a performance check. <laughs> so you're all on the boat. Who? One, two, three. I need one more. Performance check. No. No. <laughs> to man the oars. Because right now you're going in circles. I'll do it. Okay. All right. Uh, I rolled a 25. <laughs> Perfect. So, um, Nicholas begins to play a sea shant. She shant. She shout. She shout. Down for the Hunt for Red October. Hot shingles. Anyways, he's playing a sea shanty on the drum. See how quick I got it that time. Um, and you are southbound. And down. Load them up and truck them. Yeah, you you're leaving now. Be, you say bye, Crohn's? Yeah, okay. You see, as one of them kind of goes, <laughs> uh, Mother Abadet just slaps her hand. <laughs> she, one of them started to wave, and then the crone that you spoke to slaps the shit out of her hand and gives her this look. So, anyways, you're now leaving Zunger. Make sure if that's what you were supposed to do. What, leave Zunger? Yeah. Okay. Sea Dragon smacks the raft back to Zunger. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I forgot something. There's an invisible wall. <laughs> Please play 599 to access the river <laughs> expansion. Alright. So, you are now on your way as the sun is hanging slightly low in the horizon. <coughs> Still have several hours of travel left. Um, Meryl, you're keeping up with this, right? Uh, for how far it is? Yeah, how many days now from yeah. Zunger to Zunger? A little over eight. A little over eight? Okay. So this will be your first day of travel uncompleted at this point. Okay. At what point do we take one rest? <coughs> Not yet. <sighs> Not yet. I'm leaving that in the notes, by the way. Um, is there anything that anyone would like to do before the sun sets and you pull the boat to the side to make camp? Uh, once we do pull the boats aside, I'll work my project a little bit. Okay. Um, so eventually, as the sun begins to set, you um, pull the boat off on what appears to be kind of like this tiny little alcove. Might be a good place for uh, a camp. Um, some of you begin to gather firewood. Safrak sets up his tent. The rest of you set up your tents as you as um, if you have tents. Go ahead and give me a tinkering check. Meryl. Uh, Twelve. Okay, so it's my dexterity. Five. Seventeen. Seventeen. We're heading towards where? Thirty-eight. You're heading towards Zundran, south. That is one day of construction. Okay. Alright. So, as the sun sets and the fire is uh, illuminating this small little alcove by this river, I need someone to roll a d4 for me. It's one. Okay, now I need need you to roll a d100 for me. Uh, It is a percentile die and a 10. 
Point of little ID. Hmm? No, her. But she's asking. Yep. 18 is this one. And that is this group. Yes, you can. What's now plus 10? What do you want? This was not the one. 20. 20. Jake, did you check it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, God. Tarask. What's <laughs> a Tarask at 20? <laughs> Secretly, there was a trap splashed to the bottom of our boat. And, uh, <laughs> so, as the sun sets, all of you have your uh, the last part of your ration. If you didn't deduct the ration from this morning, go ahead and deduct the ration. I did. I done did. Okay, gotcha. Um, and as darkness falls on the uh, little alcove that you're in. It's about the time that you would go to bed. Does everyone go to bed, or do you set up a watch? First watch. Okay. Okay, so it's enough for me to know that there is a watch. Um, The watches go uneventfully. From just before bed, am I within... Do you have a tent, or just a bed roll under the stars? Bed roll under the stars. Alright, I'd like to kind of slip off the side and use nomaturgy to make it sound like gold coins are fall... Like, two gold coins fell on one another right by side, so just a little bit. He just smiles. <laughs> I want to be, I, yeah, I don't want to be seen doing it though. Okay. okay. Make a slot of hand check. It's weirdly only verbal, no somatic components. Yeah, make a slot of hand check. Then make a whisper check. Mm-hmm. 20. Yes, okay. Don't see him do it. Okay. Pass him. Look over. Must be dangerous, not cold. So then the night continues, the watches are taken, um, nothing happens on your watches. Um, the sun rises on another day, so this is one day, travel down, all of you can take a long rest. Yeah. You did. <laughs> <laughs> long rest. Well, I remember, like, but I did sleep nothing. like, eight Okay, man, I got the long rest in there. Yes. Well, it's the darndest thing. This day in what? the calendar says uh, the day that Zach gives us all the level up. Hmm, that's crazy. Um, so, <laughs> on your travels, um... You continue down this uh, river, finding a small, slight current. Um, not anything that can't be overcome with a little bit of elbow, elbow grease. And you're taking turns. Um, you know, every few hours you'll swap. Um, Safrax is not taking a turn, naturally, because you're on his employee. Um, Safrax just seems to be, like cautiously like holding on to both sides of his seat and just every time the boat kind of shifts he's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> uh, just hisses uh, but he seems to be nervous but he's down I mean he knows he's not going to die so just doesn't like it very much uh, but the day concludes uh, without without seeing anything of note uh, so we will 
go find another spot to pull off. Uh, everyone begins their same ritual again of taking things out and setting up their tents and uh, coin thing, huh? Coin thing, coin thing again. Mm-hmm. Damn, he wants Pablo's dog on him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, I don't know what you're trying to. You got it exactly right. Oh, I did. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I didn't realize that was what you were actually doing. <laughs> Lucky for you, he doesn't know. This is a complex DMV mechanic. We've just <laughs> um, so <laughs> I need someone to roll a D four. I got it. Got to be quicker than that. Three, three. Okay, gotcha. Roll the first three you've had. Uh, so you all salvage watches, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. Safrax um has been quiet throughout the day. Um. And probably because he's not quite in his comfort zone. But tonight he seems to be just staring up at the stars, kind of standing there contemplating something with his hand or his paw up to his chin and just kind of looking up at the stars. Uh, as all of you uh, begin the first watch or find yourselves to your tent. Is there anything that anyone would like to do? I'd like to ask him what's up. <laughs> go talk to him. You'd like to ask him what's up? Yeah, go talk to him. How, how do you do so? I walk up to him after sitting up my stuff Looking at anything particularly beautiful? At the stars? Nice um, he kind of looks at you almost like he's been broken out of a trance. And uh, he says, The moon. Hmm. Looking up at what is a full and vibrant silver moon. I can see why. I'll go on the bed. I do push-ups before bed. Gotcha. I want to make my way back over to the little boat, rummage around, <laughs> take out the large set. Okay. And I just have to go over to the middle of the campfire. So all of you see as, um, out, um, don't tell me. Do you know this one? Valinor. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, yeah. Valinor hefts a sack that all of you are kind of looking at like, oh, he didn't have that when he got when he was traveling by horse. Nice. And he hefts it and like puts it down next to the fire and you can hear what sounds like a, like a bunch of pots and pans like, like hit the ground. So um, as I plop it down, I look at you and go, um, so it, it dawned on me that you were asking for uh, better armor and then I'll, I'll open it up and it was the armor of the clan chief. <laughs> Unless <laughs> that man strung up naked. Is that what that arm? ghost is? <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. It's just been a ghost. It's, it's, it's definitely in need of some repair. Can I go up and like? Use but it also has, um, just like all chieftains or oath blades. I actually think I mentioned it. It has the um, on the chest plate. The essentially the symbol of Malketh, um, and the pauldron is uh, a depiction of the banner of Zunger. Okay, might be you something that can be modified. You didn't think to send that for his widow? Well, I she, I asked the widow if we obviously should, her hands were full. I asked the widow she had an axe and a baby if we should bury. <laughs> Uh, her husband, and she said that it's not Burn within the Malkarian tradition to do so. She said, Burn his ass. Yeah, <laughs> so 
Um, yeah, he I, did ask to his credit. He's. I mean, I. I that's a way of asking for sure. I will Perfect accept enough. this because you asked her first. <laughs> you have done the right thing. Okay. This is the most up and up thing he's yes, done. Yes, it is, and I am very proud of him. <laughs> uh, thank, thank you very much, Valinor. You can add broken plates. Can I use prestidigitation to clean would, it up? Would yeah, it sure. be, would it be more or less than seventeen on an armor class? Like on a scale of it's one not to wearable 20? right now. It, it, but it, it wouldn't take a lot of repairs. We're going to a yeah. place where there are. But it is plate armor for sure. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is plate armor, and you have an armor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so true. So may may may, may perhaps Merle could uh, alter, as long as you find it appropriate. The the the, the embossing on it. I can make it look less um, specific. Because fucking wisdom save is that. There we go. Crystal shit out. Well, thank you very much. So, what are we doing? Push-ups. Can we go to bed? I'm going to go to bed. Okay. I mean, we're establishing we have a watch. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so the watch goes uneventfully, so that is a conclusion to the second day of travel, and you all get another long rest, but it really doesn't matter. Um, and on the third day, um, the camp is packed, you hop on a boat yet again, uh, and uh, travel throughout the day. On this third day, it's starting to become a little taxing as far as the amount of effort that it's taking to get this boat up the um, stream, the river that is coming downstream. You're going upstream. Um, So I need, we'll say the original four that said that they were going to uh, going to man the river sticks, I need you to make an athletics check. Does does anybody have levitate? 24. 15 for a plus zero. Athletics. Plus one, and then my intelligence modifier. Plus five. So that is nine. And you get to add your intelligence modifiers to which? Uh, athletic strength based checks. It's the. That's the. Yeah. That's how I beat him in an arm wrestling contest. Right. You said what are athletics? Never would have happened. Yeah, athletics check. <laughs> Damn it. Nine. Well, nine. All so, these fucking dice suck. <clears throat> You're all fired. <laughs> it's not quite a critical fail. It was a, It's a group effort. So, despite the fact that a couple of times throughout the day you can find, you, you kind of feel the boat beginning to kind of drift towards the right side of the river, as one side of the ship is kind of not necessarily pulling their weight, and then as they realize that it's happening, they, they exert a little more effort and kind of right the course. Um, but it is enough to get a full day of travel in. Um, let's see, because that was... Yeah, I think that's right. Um, so you find another campsite. The thing about this campsite is is that it's not quite ideal because it's out in the open. This, you're in an area of the river that seems to run through a lot of big open area. Pro- might have been farmland at some point, but it is out in the open. But it is the best thing you can find as the sun is setting. It looks like it used to be farmland. 
We don't have horses anymore, right? No. Negatory. And we are camped out on the ground? It is. And they're like tall There's probably, probably some, probably some thigh, some thigh high, just really weeds more than anything. Could I ask Ozark to fly up and since it's open area, more out in the open, see if you can see anything like small campfires, people moving through the field, anything like that? Make a perception check. With Ozarks. Yes. Right. Uh, and the rest of you are going about your business as far as setting up the tent. Safrax, of course, immediately begins to set up his tent. Do you ring the bell again? I mean, the gold coin. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every time, right before he's about to sleep. I see... Perception's wisdom, right? As I start noticing this ring happen right before every time I'm going to bed, I want to start shooting an arrow straight up. (laughs) I've seen this. And basically in a Russian roulette with the arrow to see if I'm insane. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking shit. This is the worst day ever. You hold perfectly still, right? Huh? You want? Are, are you holding perfectly still, or are you going to flinch at no. the last minute? I think you're a little confused. The act, the the actual. Uh, don't no, out don't don't explain it to him because he's trying to do it. Yeah. Okay. So, so are you flinching at the last minute, or? Yeah, yeah I'm playing. I'm, I'm basically playing chicken with the arrow. I'm saying, but if you mess up and allow the arrow to come right back on your head, are you just going to take it, or are you going to flinch out of the way? I'm playing chicken with it. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna are you planning to win the game of chicken against the arrow? Is my question. <laughs> or are you going to flinch the last minute? Oh, flinch last minute. Because yeah. that would lose the game of chicken. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roll a D100 for me. D100? Yes. I think it should be an attack roll. 73. Jeff dies. 65. Okay. So all of you watch as Valinor, on his back, strings an arrow. <laughs> The fuck? And in the darkness, <laughs> in the darkness, uh, the arrow sails into the night sky, and all of you lose the arrow. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just like take my breastplate that I had off and like put it up above oh. my head. Dexterity saving. Throw. Yes. Fourteen. Nine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Eight. I rolled a one. You're a natural one. A natural one. I have a high dexterity modifier, but I rolled which, a critical what, failure. What's your dexterity modifier? Plus five. Jesus Christ! Natural one. On a saving throw? Roll damage. On a saving throw, yeah. My actual dexterity modifier is plus two. Mm-hmm. But the ten. saving throw is plus five. But a critical failure is a critical ten failure. My dexterity. Okay. The only thing I was looking no. for was a critical failure. I was going to say, nobody can roll over <laughs> the Realistically, one. There's only one arrow. Realistically, yeah. it can only hit one of us. Alright. <laughs> Nine. Nine points of damage. You take nine points of air damage as you are eating your evening ration and you just go, what the fuck is going on? And all of a sudden, <laughs> right into your shoulder. Oh, God! <laughs> okay. Can I identify who whose arrow this oh, is? Oh, fletching is definitely Valinor. <laughs> I mean, it just, it just, it's, it's... It screams Valinor. It screams Valinor. It's got his fucking initials on the back of it. Well, I'm going to use healing word on myself, and I'm going to keep this as a note. <laughs> you know, Nicholas is like, uh, gotcha. Okay. All right. Just look around. Like, Where's my arrow? We're gonna I'm be, not going to make a scene right now. We're going to be in the middle of What do you mean, make myself. a scene? You have a fucking arrow sticking out of your shoulder. <laughs> nope. I'm just going to yank it out. I'm going to heal myself. It's in the bone. <laughs> it's in the bone. <laughs> Anyways. 
Okay. We're going to make it to the middle of combat. You're so gonna have two hit points, points left. He's going to be, remember the arrow? Gotcha. <laughs> I, would, I would like to make a note that I apologize to Nikolai and that the reason why I'm Nicholas? doing it is because I think you I'm saying... I absolutely do not acknowledge him whatsoever. <laughs> because I keep hearing gold jingle in my ear. So every time I hear gold jingle, I'm just going to keep launching an arrow into the air. <sighs> to be fair, you've heard it twice. Okay, I still think I'm going to say And it was two coins falling against one another. Nope. So every okay, time, every, every time I hear it before going to bed, <laughs> it actually kind of is. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! So you rip the arrow out and cast uh, cure wounds on yourself. Healing okay. word. Healing, healing word. word. Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going to deduct an arrow. <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, do that for sure. Because um, he That's takes it. bitches at the fire now. Um, no, he takes it with him. Oh, okay. Didn't you say you hold on to the arrow? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> all right. So all of you conclude. Your business for the day. You oh, so ration. Everyone's deducting ration as these days are going by, right? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to cast a third level chromatic orb of cold damage at his tent. You have to see the location where you I'm go. casting it at his tent, not at Just him. at his at tent. At his tent. Okay. Just make it colder and colder shit at his tent. Okay. So you cast this. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Oh, oh my yes. god! Is it to hit? No. Yes, it is a to hit. It oh, I a, thought it was an AOE. Nope. Okay. It is a small orb that I rolled a natural twenty on. It is a twenty-seven to hit. A tent. Well, hold on. You would? Are you hitting the tent? The tent. Yes. I'm. Okay. I'm not aiming to murder so him. He said, just make him extremely uncomfortable. So, just for the sake of consistency, he did say that he doesn't have a tent and he sleeps on a bedroll. Yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> cast it on his fucking bed. I don't give a shit. <laughs> So all you could do is try and hit him. I have now rolled a critical hit. On him. <laughs> well, on, you're inside of a bedroll. You could make his bed uh, target his bedroll. I'll leave that up to your discretion. I don't want to kill him. Okay. All right. Roll damage. It does hit because it's a natural twenty. Um, are you going to use evasion? Huh. That is ten of damage. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! That's a sixty-one. 61? I'm dead. You have killed. <laughs> I'm dead. Your damage is 61? Yeah. You're unconscious. Well, my hit points are 50. That was 11 points over my, yeah, my hit points. It doesn't matter. It has to be dead. Okay. Okay, so wait a second. He did say it was my discretion. So you're not trying to kill him. I, I don't want to kill him. So in theory, it could be non-lethal damage. It's cold. I want him to suck. You could... You could <laughs> like, two if, points of exhaustion. If, you're in, if your intention was... To not kill him, then I will say that you, you could. You see what your shit's doing, Robbie? You, you started it. Winged him, you don't know that. He made a okay. minor. All right. Lose. What's your total hit points? Fifty. Fifty, and you scored sixty. Sixty-one. You have one hit point. <laughs> and do we notice? How, do we notice I'm, this? I'm back to Something playing my yeah. <laughs> So within five feet, like not even five feet, this orb strikes the ground next to you and shatters. That's, and that's these shards of glass-like ice explode out just in the five-foot radius, because it's not an AoE, but it, it pierces through your sleeping bag. Your sleeping bag is now holy and bloody. Uh, and you and fucking immediately just... <gasps> oh, sorry, I thought I heard a gold coin drop. I immediately run up and cast your wounds at max level. Okay. 
We're all gonna kill each other. Oh. <laughs> Unless we do something else. To do. 26 points of healing. Oh, so Almost rolled max. Oh, also only. Oh. I mean, it's no critical hit. my breastplate back on. No. 30 points from my life. Your breastplate back on. So you hit 56. That's so. Insane. Is that the average? What? No, that was just a oh, roll. Oh, you rolled yes. okay. I rolled 10 d8. It's cold in you. It's cold in you. Well, apparently I think I'm going dope. insane because I keep hearing yeah. gold coins jingle at my ear at night. When? Well, when do you hear these things? As I lay my head down. Maybe this is they're a good just trying. To not maybe the, the coins just air. help you sleep. Because you might and calm you down. Die. Maybe a trickster is amongst us. It's driving me sane. We should find them. Driving you sane? <laughs> it's, I said insane. Oh, interesting. The recording will tell. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. After that little debacle, um, <laughs> you eventually all set your watches for the night, uh, and uh, I, who, who takes the second watch, we'll say. So, uh, Alistair and Rinalia. We've been, we've been hanging out a little bit. Yeah, we cool. make a good team. We're cool. Escape the alligator to get murdered by a fucking cold spell. By a From an ally. <laughs> In exchange for an arrow. I mean, he shot me. He did. He to did. Me. I'm not. Like, I'm to be not fair, taking... I shot in the air towards myself. The DDM made the arrow you, go away. You, <laughs> you fired an arrow that lodged itself in my arm and dealt nine damage to me. You. So you homicide him? I distinctly no. did had, not homicide him. I could have used acid damage. Had okay, but that Nicholas <laughs> died. It bare minimum would have been uh, criminally negligent homicide. It was nine points of damage, right? But had he died, it was like it was like you're at a party and somebody drops a beer on your foot and it hurts, so you shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the two things. It was an arrow in my arm. It was not a beer on my foot. <laughs> Nine beer on damage. foot and arrow in arm are not I'm the same. Barn. I'm very fragile. <laughs> I'm sensitive. Okay. <laughs> Dainty, some might say. <laughs> <laughs> on the second watch. Third? Everyone else is asleep. So hang on, we got a short rest on the first watch. Though. Yeah, you did not achieve a long rest. No, but a short rest for the first part of the watch. Right? Sure. Cool. I get my spells last bit. Um... On the second watch, actually, let's do this. Whoa! Yeah, that was not. Let's hit the lights. Oh, Jill! I'll turn the dark mode on. Dark mode. That helped none. Keep. I bet if everybody has dark mode on, it helps a lot. Of course. The ambiance. Is the running water part of the ambiance? Sure. It's a river. Is that one more pissing yourself? So. Renalia and Alistair. <laughs> the two of you are taking watch when something catches your eye 
far off in the distance, to the far east of you, high in the night sky, uh, back towards the Malkarian and Alavron border. Far off in the distance, you can see splinters of ruby-colored glass drifting from the canopy of black pines and coalescing into a huge floating octagonal window of blood red. As the last shards settle neatly into the pane, you watch as four sinister eyes begin to glow and peer from the other side of the portal. I would like to look through Ozark's eyes and cast darkness. Okay. With Renalia right at the border. So that you could choose to be in the darkness or out of the darkness. <clears throat> now keep in mind, this is this is miles away. Miles and miles and miles away. Oh, it's just... The all-seeing eyes that very miles. miles I'll, I'll, I'll hold darkness. I'll put myself in Ozark's eyes, him on my shoulder, and hold darkness for when they get close. Gotcha. And I want to be kind of in the center of the camp. With a sickening sound, the window shatters into a million pieces as a form of a massive black dragon emerges and takes flight. He vomits bouts of flames and begins to slowly circle the area far in the distance. Even from this great distance, you can feel the rush of warm air sweep over you as the dragon sends volley after volley of molten bile into the night sky around him. Eventually, the dragon begins to fly in place near the now-vanished portal. You instinctively start to clasp your ears as his thunderous voice billows out in Draconic. You know Draconic. Do you know Draconic? Uh, yes. By this point, the rest of you are awake and emerging, emerging from your tents. So, as he's hovering in the air, miles away near this now vanished portal, you can hear as he bellows out in this draconic, demonic voice. After years of torment and agony, I am free! I am Maldrix the Mad, second son of Dordrix the Dreadful, slayer of elves and killer of ten. I look to the west, and gaze upon my new dominion. When all is ash and I have consumed every essence, I will remember those who freed me. My new kingdom shall not stretch into the east, into the lands of Alavaron and the Vahelmans. Stay far from my path, and no harm shall come to your precious empire. 
After breathing one last vicious torrent of flame, the dragon turns and flies west. Slowly approaching you. I cast darkness. I cast darkness over our campfire, everything, and I'm in Ozark size. He's not impeded by magic. He's going to have true sight. It's not going to make Can I also go stealth? Well, even if it does, even if he does have true sight, it will still distinguish, like, it'll eliminate the flight from our fire if we have one. So still. Okay. So Saffrax, who is now awake, uh, of course, immediately looks to the lot of you, draws his two scimitars, and then looks at the river and bolts towards the river. with him. Yeah. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> you can see as Saffrax has I'll, this... I'll drag my sleeping bag behind me. Okay. Has this one yeah, moment of hesitation as he bolts into the river diving and sinking deep. I oh, guess, shit. I guess expeditious retreat. Okay. And move my ass. You, s- you all have time to make it to the river I'm if that's your goal. I'm going to sit on the edge of the bank with darkness... Looking through Ozark's eyes, I'm jumping the roof, and he's going to stay out invisible. I'm going to okay. mimic an alligator. And okay. Like have my head I, have, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Can Tiny Hut be cast underwater? Uh, Tiny Hut has a time. It's one minute. I could not breathe for one minute. Yeah, but then there'll be water on the inside of Tiny Hut. Well, it says the atmosphere inside the space is comfortable and dry. There you go. Damn. Ooh. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. We have little... This is legitimately a question. I'm, I'm not trying to like. No, you're you're fine. You could. I would say you might have roughly a minute. Well, you, your breath holding is what <clears> one <throat> plus your con modifier. Yeah. In minutes. Yes, one minute plus your constitution modifier. In minutes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is he only needs a single minute to yeah. cast the spell? Yeah. So, so as so these his con was zero, uh, so he's got it. As these monstrous wings begin to beat within your. Uh, you're hearing, you can hear him approaching and see this black mass flying through the night sky. All of you are running into the water. You're trying to cast... I, I'm going to go ahead and say, it takes a vocal or a verbal uh, yeah. so I, I think probably it would okay. not work. I want to hide beneath the uh, raft. The river hide beneath the skiff. The skiff. Okay. Since I can't see or hear from my own body, I want to hold on to raft and axe. Okay. So at this point, he's um. So I'm gonna go underwater then. Yeah, he's on top of all of you, yeah. and you hear as these wings deafeningly, like fl- like see your campfire and dart down, like losing altitude quickly, and he unleashes this volley of flame on what was your camp, and as you're under the water, you see this just starburst of orange and yellow flames as this almost liquid fire rests on the top of the water for just a moment, and then seconds later dissipates. And those of you that raise your head above the water to see what's happened can see the form of this dragon continuing west. All of the tents are on fire. The ship is also on fire. Uh, tried I'm using prestigitation, thumb turkey, anything, start putting out the flames. Now, I am, I am under, I am underneath the raft, the boat. Yeah, Rinalia says flip the boat over. I am, I am, I stand straight up with the boat and I'm flipping it over. Alright, I'll make a strength check. Three of you. Alright, you can turn the lights back on. 
Fuck yes. 23. Okay. If we ever needed it to happen. <laughs> no, right. 17? Okay. So you managed to get the boat flipped over, and uh, the flames are extinguished. Uh, the sail is also wet, and parts of the ship are damaged. Okay. The tents are on fire. The rest of you, I would imagine, immediately begin to get water and trying to put out these tents. Safrax is doing the same. And you manage to... Yeah. You manage to rescue your tents, albeit them extremely holy now. There are holes in your tent, pretty much totaled, from this instantaneous furnace that they were exposed to. And you can see as Safrax shoveling this, you know, this water onto his tent the best he can, gives up. When he sees that his tent is a normal tent. The door has opened slightly, and you can see inside darkness. And that's where we'll take a break. Impress the digitation just repeatedly to put out fires the size of small campfires? Immediately. It would have all been... I mean, dragon fires are awfully hot. Dragon fires. We, We really should have just stuck...